Welcome to Humanize IT, where technology experts meet to discuss business strategy, industry trends, how we can make IT more personal with conversations, not presentations, and occasionally engage in a laugh or two. Yeah, we're always we're always all over the place whenever we record. So Skip and I've kind of hit a cadence, and so this this uh, this two parter is is great because Sean and I just wander all over the place with business advice and what's going on, and Sean's a wealth of knowledge. So. Um, for those of you that were listening, listening last week, you saw that we kind of kicked off with Pitch It and we went into like business advice and how to run MSPs and kind of some of the pitfalls that are going there as well as some solutions to make things better. And originally the idea for the second part was what is, what's currently going on uh, with Pitch It? Um, what's currently going on with the MSP world? And, you know, I'd like to ask a, a hard question is why Pitch It and what's it going to do to change the status quo? Absolutely. So I, we mentioned in the previous week uh, about the three promises we put out, right, uh, yep. as, a, as an organization for ConnectWise. The first one being uh, the um, easier to work with and easier to do business with, which is important across the board. The second being uh, the investing even more in partner growth. And then the third, more innovations faster. So let's start from the back end of this, pitch it, what it's about. You know, we, we're always... Especially, especially now you've watched, and, and this is so cliche, of course it is, because you can say it about any era of time, but we watched the largest digital transformation in the history of this that we've been talking about for the last 10, 15 years that people were going to do that never did. But then we're required to once COVID happened because of the remote workforce. It yep. was inevitable now. There was nothing you could do. So, you know, you're looking at what's looking at the the the, the end possibly of on-prem solutions, right? So cloud hosted everything. With that said, how much more of a need is innovation, right? Period, across the board. But not just innovation off of just for the sake of innovation, but innovation on for the sake of value and and and, and providing solutions to people, right? So, for our perspective, the first fact of the innovations and value for people is supporting our MSPs, our partners, right? But then, this is where some of the vendors and some companies fall off. It's not just supporting them. It's supporting them and their end user. This is a two tier, even three to four tier concept, if you think about it. Mm -hmm. So we have to be able to give things away oh, in a way that um, are going to be effective for the partners to be able to do their job faster. We talked about it in the last episode, even about making things easier, right? How you know startups need to be able to be repeatable and scalable. We talked about those things, right? And the fact is, is same rules apply here. So back to what Pitch It is about, it, we, we came after... The, the world and saying, and for the past several years, we want vendors that are able to integrate in our community, into our technology, of course, to make it easier for partners to use it, but have to be something, solving a problem, a complementary to us, complementary to the partner and effective for the end user, the end, right? Um, and that, and that goes to the other two promises then, you know, investing even more. ConnectWise has put forth a lot of effort, a lot of manpower, a lot of, a lot of uh, investment in general towards us. You know, and and, we're, and we did, and we put a lot of out, we put a lot of effort into vetting out the right companies. We had a lot of people that applied for Pitch It this year, more than ever, by a, a lot, and we narrowed it down to eighteen, um, eighteen vendors that could be part of it, and we based it off of the criteria of how are you going to be, how are you with our three promises? Are you innovative? Are you fast at getting it done? Right? Are you also going to be able to up adhere to your promises? You know, make it easier to work with them. Are you going to invest in this or is it something you're going to do once and just walk away? Because this has to, again, back to the digital transformation, 
it is expected in the SaaS world to have updates and feature enhancements. It's expected. It's a part of doing business now. This isn't like I built this box and now the box stays there forever. No, it is. It's a requirement. It's a necessity. It's an expectation. It's an obligation. So we, we vet these out based off of these things. And that's what ConnectWise, that's how we follow our three promises, even within this program. And now you're one of the group and for good reason. And we tried to vote and we tried to work across the spectrum of all industry too. It wasn't just, you know, I know cybersecurity is the sexiest thing around right now and everybody wants to talk about it. And they even make cool movies off of it too, like Black Cat with the dude that plays Thor and it's amazing. Nobody's making, no, nobody's making a video, a movie about HR automation. No, that's not happening, right? But the fact is we wanted to look for the essentials in the industry because your client base, you're working with MSPs and MSPs work with everybody, whether it's a mechanic or a bakery or, or whatever, or a healthcare system, yeah. we have all of it. So we have to be applicable to all and be effective and also, and, and now we're with pitch it. You're in it. Like I said, there's 18 people, 18 companies, 18 teams. You're one of the 18. One of the best uh, that is, you know, <laughs> That's not, luckily I'm not a judge. So I don't have to say that. Uh, I'm not here to judge it. No, but you know what, what you do is effective. I, I, I love what you guys do. It was something that's needed. Um, I think that all the vendors that are in it are needed. That's why we picked them. You know, it's not, I think I know they are, but it's, but something that you're able to do well is you're able to convey your message well, which is important. Yeah. Right. That's there's, some cool, there's some cool people uh, in the, in the pitch it group. You know, I like to see the chat going back and forth and watching the interviews and, it's, oh yeah, it's really interesting to watch, and just a variety of personalities there are, and uh, you know, I'm I'm really interested to see who's going to end up being the final three. And even if I didn't, even if I don't make the final three, it's great to be part of the program just to just to I go along on the journey. Um, so I do have my I do have my booth reserved or supposedly reserved for uh, uh, November. So yes, I'll be there no matter what. Which, which, you know, Skip and I are like, wait a minute, do we shoot, shoot ourselves in the foot? If we already committed to going, what incentive do they have to pick us? <laughs> well, okay. No, the answer to that is no. If you look at our judging, our judging is not, is, isn't us. Actually, um, it's, we, we, we made the judging for the preliminary judging, which will be taking all 18 teams and narrowed down to three. We were using, uh, we have our MSP, um, peer groups, essentially there, there are, they, they are part of the groups that give us all the feedback. They're going to be, they're going to watch you guys pitch at some point and they're going to decide on voting. And we have other people and a lot of the criteria, it's already set criteria it has nothing to do with going to uh, I nation connect. As a matter of fact, they're two separate line items altogether. Our goal for pitch it is really about getting the right companies in front of everybody. It doesn't, doesn't do well for us to put a, to put a B player in an A player slot in general, because it is our reputation too. So yeah. if we put, so no matter who you are, it doesn't matter. Cause a lot of, actually there's several of the vendors now that are already in our invent program. Right. And also have already sponsored events with us. So it doesn't matter for that part. It matters to us. What we're looking for again is the things I mentioned before, like gotta be good in the community, gotta help the partners, but also you gotta share the message and you gotta be willing to provide solutions. Even if it's not your solution, you have to be willing to be a team player and be like, Hey, we don't do this, but they do this. Like we, that's what the only way this is going to work is if everybody pitches in and cause there's not one solution. It's not yeah. Lord of the Rings, one ring to rule them all. That's not the case. Yeah. We, we really believe heavily in that. Like there's a, there's a several products out there that do similar things as ours. 
Mm-hmm. Um, none of them exact. And so we'll, we'll push people over to one of our competitors saying, Hey, you know what? Um, we're probably not the right fit for you, but I'd really like you to check out this other guy. Absolutely. Um, should. Because th- this is their focus. That is what they do the best. And if that's the solution you need right now, head over to them. And I think that's great. And I wish, I wish more companies would do that. You know, like in, mm-hmm. in this case, it's, it feels like everybody's like, no, no, we're, we're the best at everything. We're the silver bullet that solves all. No, know your vertical know your space and own it. So when, yeah. when I talk about like, we're looking for the 5% MSPs that get what we're doing and want to align with it. And that's yep. it. We're not gonna tell you how to do things. We're not gonna tell you how to change your MSP. If you want that, there's other solutions for you. Absolutely. If you want something that's gonna layer on top of your MSP and give you a, the best customer presentation possible, that's us. We're going to give you that customer experience and turn your account manager into a VCIO. And so that you look good. Now, if you get that, if that's what you're looking for, then we're a great fit for you. But if you're looking for operational excellence, there are three people I can recommend to you off the top of my head. And where are you struggling operationally? I'll even give you advice on which one to, to look for first. But if you're looking that. for that strategic excellence, that customer experience, that's us. And no one's doing that in MSP world. I, I always tell the story that I was sitting across the table evaluating MSPs for corporations. And you guys suck at your presentations. Absolutely. Even the best of you. Like I could see who was going to deliver a great product at the end of the day, but I had to carve through the worst presentations and the worst packets in my life. And it's always a packet and it's like a half inch thick of all the things you're going to do with Azure. And I, yeah. I am a technology guy and I'm bored by you. <laughs> I don't disagree on being bored quickly about that stuff. And it should be, if you have a packet, well, first off, who's even handing out packets anymore? Right, I'm like surprised. Everything should be a digital copy. I think. I feel like. Oh, no, I mean, then I, I through, then I sit through his PowerPoint slideshow. Well, that's that happens at some point. It's a matter, of, but at PowerPoint, it can be done fully, very effective. Again, but it's back to what you said. It's identifying with who you're talking to, your audience. Right. First, you have to be able to frame this. When you frame a presentation, it has to be framed around what we know we're here to speak about based off the things you told me, right? In sales, what's the first thing you are? You're a therapist, right? I have to talk to you about what you have going on. If I do a proper discovery, it's, you know, hey, Adam, what do you have going on, man? What are you working with this? Why are we talking today? Why are we, why are we interested in talking today? You tell me why. And then I drill down. Well, tell me what problem you're trying to solve then. Why haven't you solved it? Once you start giving me all those things, depending on who you are and what you were interested in, will help me with what my presentations consist of, whether it's part deck, part demo product, all deck with numbers involved, or, or just a few slides pain, pointing out the pain points and how we solve them. But you, but I have to ask you the right questions and know who you are and what your interests are. You know, it's exactly that way. It's kind of like when I ask my daughters, where do you want to go for dinner? My God, it's like a challenge. And I have to say, so what are you in the mood for? Dang. Are you really that hungry? Wait, are you really that hungry right now? Like we got to go somewhere fast. Um, what do you think you want? What, what was the last thing you ate? Where were you? Whatever, you know, I start asking those questions and I'm like, I think the options are A, B, and C. Which one do you guys like? You know, and, and that's how I, that's how I do this. And, but again, you have to do the problem solve, you have to do discovery and then you got to show them that, the, that what it is. And, and I, so I am a fan of PowerPoints by the way, but not, mm. well, uh, if done, but only if done right, only if done right, man. It's you clutch. Yes, yeah, so yes. A PowerPoint can guide a conversation and ensure the topics are hit. Unfortunately, um, we've reached this level of process development where they become a railroad. 
And so instead of having a conversation with your client, you are now presenting to them, which is one of our taglines, right. like conversations, not presentations. You can use a PowerPoint to convey and make sure a presentation stays on, on task. Absolutely. But our, my hard rule is you should have 20 minutes of content for a 60 minute conversation. I couldn't agree more. That's back to doing it right. But that's, and that's a manner of, if you do a PowerPoint right, you have bullets, right? And if you can bulletize your conversation, that means you're effective, right? One line bullets, right? It means you're actually effectively speaking to somebody instead of using all the extra words you don't need that are fancy and whatnot, right? PowerPoints are good for keeping things structured. So my debate is if your conversation can be broken into bullet points, it can be done as a one way. What a good presentation mm -hmm. will include the opinions of your audience. Agreed. Will shift based upon their interest. I'll agree. Nope, I'll agree. It's really hard to shift the conversation. Like you come in prepared to talk about your standard portfolio. Mm -hmm. The client in the first five minutes says, hey, our biggest struggle right now is um, our, our teachers are constantly dropping their Wi-Fi signals and it's disrupting classroom time all the time. Sure. Your entire PowerPoint just went out the window and should be recrafted into Hey, let's talk about how we can solve that problem. For Absolutely. You. And let's get into what our contract is at the end. Yep. And so we say, hey, you know what? I will bring in uh, Alice. She's uh, one of the best Cisco engineers we have. She knows Wi-Fi like nobody's business. And she can go into and evaluate your network. And she'll come back with a proposal on how we can get this fixed. Does that sound good to you? Or Which tell me a little bit more about the problem. And then you can go back to your engineering team. Says, engineering team, here's a list of problems I have from the client. I need you guys to figure out how to solve this. Come back to me with solutions. And I'm going to walk back to the client and say, okay, our engineering team went in. Here are the solutions they provided. Here's the package I recommend you take because it's going to be the most efficient. And it's going to include everything you need. And it's going to cost you, you know, $4,500 a month. And it will solve all these problems for you. Yep. Are you good with that? Yes. Awesome. Right. Oh, that's a little too expensive for us. Well, I'll tell you what, we let me let's figure out what is your what are you thinking about for price range then? And they say, Oh, we can only afford about uh, 3000 to 3500. Like, okay, tell you what, here's what we can do is we can stretch out one of these projects, but no, it's going to take longer for us to solve the Wi Fi problem, because we need to do this, mm -hmm. and this and this. If you can find a donor to cover that last $6,000, we can get this done today. Oh, that's all we need is if you can get a donor a one time payment, we can, we can solve that problem. So sure. that conversation happens. And usually what happens when I talk to an MSP is they get their PowerPoint going and they, they like, I, I have to get across all these, these bullet of points. Of course. Yep. Nope. I don't disagree at all, but yeah. okay. But can we, can we agree on the fact that if they do a proper discovery and cover BANT, they should know how their presentation should flow? Yes. Because I believe a presentation is important for the keep on structure, the keep on structure of what you're here to talk about, because you can easily go sidetracked, right. And talk about nothing important, but if you get BANT covered, into discovery, so you know budget, authority, needs, and timing. You've already understand what you're coming to present about. Because let's say, and you can use any scenario, but you can have a a standard deck that you don't have to change, and all you got to do is skim past the ones the slides that aren't relevant. They become just plugs. By the way, we can talk about this later on. We offer this, but that's something down the road. Let's we're here to talk about these things first. What you what you've identified is your major priority issues and what needs to be done. So we're going to talk about that stuff here. Yeah, I talk about like if you're gonna do that, if you're gonna do the PowerPoint, um, the, the, the I'm I'm weird though, you know. You can walk into a room and just own a conversation. Of course, yes. 
Um, not everybody's like us. But Agreed. you know, walking with a PowerPoint, before you do that PowerPoint, you should have an executive executive summary in three paragraph format built Absolutely. up. Mm -hmm. And then you should have an agenda. You send it to your client. Say, is there anything else in this agenda we need to talk about? Yep. Absolutely. On that agenda, now you can make your PowerPoint and it's guided around that conversation. Right. With the breathing room, the 20 minute rule built in there and then have uh, a great conversation when you get there. If, cause if they come in, they say, Hey, my PC is not working today. And like, you know what, we'll get that to the end of the conversation. It's not a now problem. It's a later problem. Sure. Um, yes. Thomas will deal with that at the end of the conversation. Absolutely. And, you start it then, and that oh. agenda sets the table and it makes yep. you look super professional. It's a level set. You level set and frame it. Yep. You level set and you frame it, right? Hey, here's why we're talking today, right? Adam, you mentioned these problems here. You mentioned this, again, if you just repeat the, the bant, but in, in, to your point, in an executive summary of what we're here, like, and actually I'm telling you exactly it in my yeah. own words, because people want to know that you're actually listening to them. And just like how we're having this conversation, you and I are responding to each other and picking pieces that we said, and we're elaborating. That's what is that that shows value. That shows I'm interested. I'm paying attention. So one of the tools I have on my developer list to make is a meeting tool that that comes out on the left side of our site. So you're coming in to get your dashboard up with with all the projects that need to be done for this client, which pillar they're in. And then having a meeting tool on the left where you can pre-fill it out, you start the meeting and it starts the timer and starts ticking down mm -hmm. the things you need to talk about. Then as you get to the right uh, item, it brings up on the page, the topic you need to talk about. So, hey, we need to talk about budgeting for this next quarter. What all do you need us to do? Here's where we are. Um, do you approve of this? And it ships it off. Move on to the next item. Hey, here's where we are. Um, the projects we completed. Here is what, what's coming up next quarter. Are you still good with this? Awesome. And it moves to the next item. That way the conversation keeps going and people can see what's coming up while being dynamic. The content is up on the screen or on the yeah. iPad or wherever you're at. Sure. And you, the, con the customer can be like, you know what? I see that you're trying to solve the Wi-Fi issues. It hasn't been that bad this quarter. Like, well, you know, last quarter we did a lot of work and we solved a lot of those problems by adding more access points in after we did a heat map, blah, blah, blah. You can do all the technical jargon if you want. But our engineers did a lot of work. It sounds like it's really working for you. It's gonna get even better with these next with this next project. I love and it. So that conversation happens. So the account manager, their only job is to review what's going on, what happened, what's happening next. And then run down this agenda tool that's gonna that's gonna yep. well it's a level set it's a level set on where we are and setting expectations at yes. the end of it all it's basically that's, a level 10 meeting you know which is hard to do for some tense. people though. but how hard is it for some people i've been in plenty of meetings in my life where i saw people that couldn't you, you say you know the other the other terminology is frame and reframe and redirect right and, yep. and and that's part of it but that's the level set we're talking about hey again we're here to talk about this these are things that we've accomplished so we hit all these things this is what's happening currently, and this is the future and when the expectation of time and whatever will occur. That's what that's all about. And and people struggle with that because they don't put together a proper agenda. They don't put together the right deliverables and everybody should walk away with homework. I'm a yeah. firm believer of everyone. Yep, everybody has homework. Here we go. What are you on, doing? On, on the bottom of every agenda I ever write is assign action items. Yep. Which, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I write illustration. I have the Eisenhower matrix right there for you to look at. <laughs> I love it. I love that. That's so smart. I, so, I, need to, I, mean, I, need to, I need to repurpose some of your content, I think. 
Yeah, I mean, well, the goal is, is to take the content we have and that we're not reinventing the wheel. We're taking some great ideas from Agile. We're taking some great ideas from Traction EOS. Mm-hmm. We're taking some great ideas from industry leaders such as yourself on what flows well. This should not be something where you have to go through a six-month course to figure out how to do this thing. Oh. No, it should be like a, oh, this is simple. Why have I not been doing this all along? This fits easily into what we're trying to do. And that is why I think our product is going to just is going to launch well, because it is simple. The old MSPL managed services platform was very complex. It had a lot of solutions and a lot of moving parts, and it was really hard to get up and running with. But with our consulting side, we took it and made it easy. Like this should feel natural and it should feel like it fits on top and inside of everything you're currently doing. You should not have to do anything extra. It's just going to create a flow, a framework for everything you're already doing so you can pass it from place to place to place. It's not ITIL. It's not this massive conglomeration thing that's going to blow your mind. It's simple. That's why traction works. It's simple. It's iterative. And we love it. And so I I think that's why I'm going to succeed and pitch it. It's just whether or not other people believe in the process we're creating is, um, is this something other people believe in? Because that's what it all comes down to. Right. Will other, do other people see the solution and believe it's going to work? That's what that comes. But that, that is, is align more with what you guys are doing and what the companies out there are looking for. Like, how do I frame this in a way that, oh, that's what you're trying to do? I've been looking for that solution for a while. I tried managed services platform before. It was just too clunky for me. This looks awesome. And I feel like I can make this work. Yeah, and I love that. And spot on. And he comes back to our last conversation about Sherlock Holmes, too, and clean up the attic, right? If you can take anything that I have to do and simplify it for me to clean out the clutter and eliminate the noise, and it becomes almost like a checklist. Checklists are great, right? Fill in the blanks. I mean, we all did we all did the Mad Lib thing when we were young. When we were kids doing, doing Mad yeah. Libs, right? Like, use a noun, use an adjective. You just gave a random word, and they tell the story. Yep. If I ask you to, but if I tell you to tell a story and make it funny, it's more difficult. Then if I say, just give me some some names, give me a noun, give me an adjective, give me an adverb, give me a verb, give me a pronoun. Okay, yep. at the end, here's the story we wrote. And yep. and if you can give me that checklist, that fill in the blanks, that's so much easier. Plus it's because it doesn't require me to have creative thinking. You're telling and, a story. <clears throat> anytime you have to use creative thinking and critical thinking, it's more exhausting and more time consuming than just the to-do list. That's a fact, it's easier. You demote a lawn, I know poor no, gas, Open up, pull the thing, push forward. My goal is to make it so the account manager has opportunity to be creative in a way, in an area where they are strong. Absolutely. You take an account manager and you ask them to be creative with technology, they're going to be like, they're going to struggle. No, they should. together. But if you take an account manager, take all the technology side off of them and say, I'm trying to help this teacher in their classroom today. What solutions are there that will allow them? You know what? I really need Alice to do that that network design. She can have some answers there. And then you can think, if I can get Alice to figure out the network design problem, I can have Bob figure out the mobile device lab issue. And yep. so the, the, the now the account manager is free to just coordinate. Yep. And that's, but that's where the creative, creative ability comes from, right? They're cre- like for me, my creative ability always came from listening to you, developing my business acumen, and then listening to you so yeah. I can figure out what you what we need to solve the problem. We, we need to have a shovel. We need a laborer. 
we need an electrician, whatever. Yeah. But I'm, I'm listening and I can position back to you and say, you know, Adam, in order for this to happen, dude, we're going to have to do A, B, and C. Based off what you told me, let me repeat back what I heard. You need this and this to occur. And this is what we're going to have to do to make this happen. So this is what I'm, so our next steps are going to be this. We're going to schedule our next meeting. I'm going to bring to the table this person, this person. Um, from you, action items, I'm going to need you to send me your schematic of whatever it is we're working on or whatever the, you know, I need these things. I need your API. I need you to bring that teacher to the meeting so we can talk to them directly. Exactly. Whatever it's going to be. And and here's the and here's my wrap up of what I just said to you. So now you can give it to the person you're bringing so they're not coming in cold. They know what they're here to talk about. So make sure you have this information. Again, yeah. every mean is effective in 30 minutes. If we Again, you said before. If it's a 60 minute meeting, you want 20 minutes of, of presentation content. I couldn't agree more. I want 20 minutes of talking about you and your kids so I can get to know you because we're people first. Like, hey, how you been? How was your trip last week? You know, whatever, because she goes, I care because I do. You can ask me some things because so, we have to get to know each other to some degree at some level. And then I want to get into back to what we were discussing last time we spoke. Let's level set. Let's present. And, yeah. and then also during the whole presentation. Every single, there's trial closes and questions that are being asked throughout the whole presentation. That's a very important piece because that gives you a chance to talk. Did that solve your problem, Adam? Yes. If it's no, okay, why not? You mentioned you had this problem. Here's the things we went through. This is how we solve it. It, yep. it goes right to what you asked for. So what am I missing? That gives you opportunity to give your objection and say, well, Sean, you didn't solve this little piece that I didn't, I forgot to mention. Oh, okay. Let me show you how we solve it that way then. Yeah, that's the iterative process. You're continually yep. improving. Make make your client relationship yesterday look like crap. Yep. Because you're going to do it so much better today. You're going to make it a little better. And then you get to that magical point where your client your client doesn't remember how crappy things used to be. They're just happy with how things are yeah, today. Absolutely. Um, you know, and yes, it is a little disheartening to be there, but um, you know, that's when you know you're winning. Uh, so what, what advice do you have for young companies coming out uh, in the field today, whether it's an MSP or a, uh, a product, a partner or a specialist? What, what advice do you have for uh, young companies five years or younger? Everybody in the organization should understand what the product market fit is for this and what its use is. Why, what does it solve? They should understand those questions. Why are we here? What problems are we solving and how do we solve it first? And you should, and you should do that because it gives you pride in what you're talking about and it makes you at least effective in that way. The other thing is know your limitations so you can figure out how to fill the gaps and be complimentary to it. That's the main things I can talk about because those are the hardest things to understand for people because they think they can do, especially startups, they can do everything because they're looking for revenue. We can do that. It's technology. You can do everything. No, it can't. Know your, know your lane and know your limitation. That's awesome advice. Thank you for coming on, Sean. This has been great. I need to have you on again. Um, looks like we fill up almost a half an hour every time. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. dude. Next week, we'll be back to Skip and I, and uh, we'll see everyone later. Thanks, Adam. Thank you for joining us today. If you like our podcast, please subscribe, comment, and check out our Facebook page. Also encourage others who want to see IT transform to subscribe as well. We could always use your help.